what I'm seeing a lot happening these days is we are just imitating these top podcasters. So we have done a lot of topics which are not particularly not specific to our country and our culture. But in between, when we realized this, we were like, you know what, we keep talking about these things. Everybody knows it. But what do what are we talking about our culture and our com- country and what is the history and all that kind of stuff, right? Hey there, this is Stephanie from stephfuccio.com with another episode of Geopaths Podcasting, where we hope to shake up our own podcast creation process by hearing about how others around the world use the medium. Today, we are headed to India to talk to Vishnu from the Writer and Geek podcast. He is a podcaster by night, literally, and an engineer by day, but admits that photography would be his alternate career if possible. If you're a fan of the Geopaths Coffee podcast, then you're familiar with Vishnu's co-host and brother, Shankar. Vishnu and I covered everything that you can in podcasting. No, really. This includes their podcast setup for Writer and Geek, how they divide up the tasks with the two of them, the podcasting scene in India, editing tech and tips, audience outsourcing, podcast hosts. I wasn't kidding. We covered a lot. We also talked about podcasting communities in India and advice for new podcasters also. This interview was recorded pre-COVID. And at that time, I was in an apartment with extremely bad internet. And part of the delay in publishing this episode is dealing with the sound issues that came with that. The podcast host we had at the time was Podbean, and they were testing out a new audio live feature. And so we we used that, and you'll hear about halfway through the episode, we have a live caller. The sound on that part is especially not great, but definitely audible. I did clean it up. So if you are a sound-sensitive person, when you hit that part about halfway through, feel free to skip ahead about eight minutes. All right, the full show notes with all of the links and everything that we talk about in this episode are available at stephfuccio, S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O dot com forward slash geopaths podcasting forward slash 14. Okay, so thank you so much, Vishnu, for joining us. Amazing. I feel awesome. This is like a privilege. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're way too kind. I absolutely love that energy that you bring in. You're always positive. I keep watching your uh, vlogs on Twitter. It's all amazing. So it's really, uh, you know, it feels great to be here. Oh, thank you. That's very, very <laughs> cool. And I laugh hysterically when I listen to your podcast of you. You and Shankar, you're just hilarious together. And I just, I, it's just such a good project. So let's start with your basic geography. Where are you right now? Right now, I'm in a city called Bangalore. Now they call it Bengaluru. They have changed the name recently, which is known as the Silicon Valley of India. And I'm an engineer, so naturally I got gravitated towards Bangalore. So right now I'm talking to you from Bangalore. When did they change the name? Uh, that happened, I think, uh, it's close to about um, 8, 10 years now. But people still call it Bangalore um, because we are pretty much used to that name. So nobody really calls it Bengaluru, but it's in the transition phase right now. So let's let's dive into the podcasting bit because I'm sure. very very curious. I've been following uh, you, you, your brother, and a bunch of other Indian podcasters on Twitter, but I mm-hmm. don't. We don't really get into the nitty gritty of podcasting setup and the and the the technicalities of the the community and all the kind of that. So I have so many questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. So let's talk about your basic setup for the podcast. So what mics do you guys use? What software do you use? Just just the basics. Absolutely. So um, I wish I could say that my setup is a basic setup. The thing is that before even we started podcasting, right, uh, I went berserk and I thought, you know, you need all these uh, amazing, uh, you know, mixers and stuff for starting a podcast, which was a big, I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but then you really don't need that much. So the mic that basic we use basically is called Knox. It's a dual mic. You can put XLR and USB. So it works both the ways. So right now I'm connected directly to the computer via usb but you can connect this to a mixer or a recorder directly via xlr as well it is pretty much similar to the atr2100 i think which is very popular in the podcasting uh, between podcasters uh, beginner podcasters especially right along with that we have a mixer board which is in my uh, sh- my brother and my channel together uh, and mixes everything and 
we do a little bit of pre-processing on the mixer because it has all the uh, you know bass control and uh, treble control and stuff like that so even before we get the raw audio some a bit of processing happens there itself on the um, on the mixer itself so that kind of helps in the pre-processing stage uh, but you can absolutely get rid of that and just use the mic as such we just thought we'll go a little bit you know further and uh, get stuff so that's basically it and we have a couple of headphones and headphone amplifiers and stuff like that that that's it, it's not a very complicated setup but yeah uh, for the purpose of a home studio, I think that is a little bit of an overkill. Okay, so let's back up a second, because I know about post-processing is when you do some like leveling and some things right. to the audio after the recording. Mm-hmm. But are you saying that pre-processing, so is that just like testing out the sound and seeing how it sounds together? Yeah, so that is not a process that you need to repeat for all of your podcasts. So what we uh, basically do is we'll record a sample, we'll try to adjust the different knobs and other sliders which are there on our uh, mixer, try to find a good sound because both of us, we have different sounds. Mine is more bassy and he has a little more trebly sound. So we kind of balance that out on the mixer itself so that before even you get the raw file, right, when you record the raw file itself, some of the balancing and equalization and amplification and all those stuffs are already taken care. Uh, What we do basically Mm -hmm. after that, once you get the raw file, as a post-processor just remove the noise and do a little bit of you know amplification and all that kind of stuff so it becomes a little easier you don't have to do a whole lot of things uh, once you get the file because most of the things are taken care by the mixer itself because there's two of you do you divide up who does what within the podcast so if you look at the kind of topics that we cover, right, we cover a wide variety of stuff. Uh, some of the things like, you know, serial killers and some of them are like regular stuff like to- origins of toothbrush and stuff like that. So these are different topics co- that come from either of us. So Shankar is more of a, he's a little darker than me. He likes all this creepy stories about, you know, serial killers and all that. I'm more of a science and space and tech kind of a guy. So that's why the variation happens. So w- once one person decides a topic usually at least till date that person does most of the research other person doesn't do much so the conversation when we have the conversation live on podcast right it feels more natural because when he's talking about a subject i'm practically i don't know much about it it's it's pretty much unscripted so that's why we are able to maintain that conversation style and it sounds unscripted. It sounds very natural. And it sounds like you're just sitting around having a drink and, and chatting about this topic that just came to your mind. So well done in the not planning planning. <laughs> yeah, most of the times we do have drink, but it would mostly be a coffee or something like that. Uh, nothing more than that. And when it comes to production of the episode, the person who decides the topic normally does the post-processing, um, getting the final MP3 file and writing the show notes and stuff like that. So it, that's how we divide it. We have skipped over the description of the podcast. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about what what your podcast is, the name, where we can find you and what it's about? So those three things. Absolutely. I think description part is the most difficult thing. I've st- I'm still trying to find out how to describe our podcast. But then let me put it very simple. So we are called the Writer and Geek Show. We are Writer and Geek everywhere, uh, Twitter or Instagram, wherever. And we our website is at writerandgeek.com. That is where we host our podcast and you can find us in almost all of the podcasting apps, Spotify, Apple, you know, um, iTunes or wherever it is. Our intention is to get our listeners excited about topics, right? And um, not to be experts on them, but just to get their excitement and uh, excitement, you know, stirred up so that they can go and do the rest of the research if they want. And um, it's more like imparting a little bit of wisdom here and there so that next time they go to a party they have a lot of things to talk about (laughs) something like that but okay so in india how popular are podcasts for listeners so um i uh, let me uh, give you a little backstory about my uh, my list how did i start listening right Uh, so i've been an engineer since a long time i've been working for uh, in it industry so in trying to find a solution to a problem, which was more of a programming problem, I came across a podcast which was hosted by two programmers, right? Um, so they were just rambling about, talking about really interesting stuff in programming. Then I was like, what is this medium? Like, I've never heard of anything like this. This sounds interesting. It's like a radio, but you can play it anytime, right? And there's a lot of information that's coming in. And this was back, I think, in 2013, 12, 14, somewhere at that time, right? And 
I've not heard anyone else talking about podcast to me. Right, that's what the state was in India back during those days. That's not to say that there was no one. There were a lot of people, but I was just not, uh, you know, aware of those people at all. In the past couple of years, or maybe in past three years, there have been a huge surge in number of people listening to podcast. Okay, uh, at least my colleagues and my friend circle, they have all started listening somewhere around uh, 2017 to 2018. Uh, most of them listen during their commute towards office the moment they get introduced to this new medium right they get uh, they're like oh this is awesome because most of the times we are stuck in traffic if you know bangalore is the most congested city in the world so we get a lot of time uh, you know traveling to and fro from office sitting in a car getting frustrated so instead of getting frustrated you gain knowledge you listen to the topics that you like and that's how there's been a huge surge in the uh, listenership over past 2 3 years and that's where we are at right now When you say I have a podcast, do people mm-hmm. ever say what's that or do they generally know what it is? They used to say what's that. I think we started in 2017 uh, May or June and those days whenever we used to, so someone comes up and asks you what is your hobby, what do you do other, you know, so, um, when you have free time and stuff. So I used to say that we are we we do podcasts and stuff. So most of the times it was difficult because you have to explain them what a podcast is then based on whether they are interested you have to download an app and show them this is how it is done and all that. But now if you go and tell them that I do a podcast they know exactly what it is at least most of the crowd here and bangalore being an it city right there's a lot of these uh, most of the crowd is uh, exposed to this different uh, social media and all this different medium of consumption like youtube and all those kind of stuff so podcast is i think naturally people end up watching podcast on youtube that's how they get introduced so most of them know it now right now they're aware of what podcasting is Now you started podcasting in 2017 which yeah. is the year of podcast as far as I'm concerned. I know so many people who have started that year including myself. Right. What do you think it was about 2017 that <laughs> kind of thrust so many of us into the space? In fact what you said is right because most of the guys we know here in Bangalore who have started podcast who who are still doing it have started in 2017 as well. So I don't know I don't know what influenced it it might be that that was a year when there was sudden surge of these uh, big media companies coming out with podcasts like you know I don't know if serial started that year some of those uh, stuffs were very popular in the media as well right it could be that but in my case I think it was just a random decision to do it because I tried to start a podcast back in 2015 failed miserably because I found out that I didn't have enough stuff to talk about I have been pushing this idea across to my brother many times saying that hey we should do something like this but he was never interested and he was never interested until I think mid of 2018 Uh, first one year of our podcasting was just because i was interested he was just like okay fine you want to do this i'll be there for you you know uh, it was like an obligation later is when he got interested so i think 2017 is a time when podcasting became mainstream i've seen many many podcasts which have started in 2017 ours included i think we need an organization just for us just for the 2017ers <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly i've been waiting for my moment Hey there. This is Steph from stephfuccio.com. Have you been podcasting for less than a year? Do you feel like you have the hang of what to do to make your podcast interesting and put uh, episodes out on a consistent basis in a way that engages your audience, but you don't really have the time to sit down and reflect? on different things that you could do to improve and change and experiment with your podcast. It's easy to get caught up in the publishing process and not reflect back on what you'd actually like to change and how you'd actually like to grow in your podcasting. And that's exactly why I've created this workshop called Pod Back, Pod Forward, Reflective Podcast. What we're going to do in this workshop is exactly how it sounds. We're going to look back at your previous episodes and figure out things that you liked and maybe not so much liked about what you've done with the episodes possibly your promotions of them and those kinds of things make a strategic plan about what you can do to make your podcast episodes stronger more interesting more fun for you and probably more fun for your guests to listen to moving forward So we're going to spend the time intentionally reflecting and yes, listening back on your old episodes. I'll have the link in the show notes for you, but you can also go to stephfuccio.com forward slash workshops. And that's S-T-E-P-H-F-U-C-C-I-O. 
All right, let's get back to the conversation. Well, I've been living with this torment Cause there's nothing else my heart can do What was your audio background before you started podcasting? Did you do any radio or anything uh, audio technical wise? Right. So uh, in short, nothing. As a kid, I was always interested in radio. So my mom is, a, a you know, she needs radio playing all the time in my house. Right. So I used to feel that these, you know, the way these RJs talk, it was all fun. Right. So I used to listen to radio and I used to think, you know, how about having a radio setup? But then I realized that even if you're doing a ham radio or something like that, you need to have license and all. It was all a very tedious process, right? I had this dream in mind, but I knew that it's never going to work out. So as such, there was only a dream. There was no audio background as such. Uh, everything I know right now, I learned after I started my podcasting thing, including editing and all those things. So, so I knew how to do things in audacity because I used to practice a little music back in my college days. So we used to record some stuff, demo tracks and all those kinds. So I learned a little bit that time. That came as uh, that was useful because when we started recording i was able to you know uh, manage the audio production and all those kind of things other than that nothing much no radio nothing nothing else once you start editing is when you uh, try to go on internet and find out what else can it do because it was a free software right we didn't want to invest too much money into buying adobe audition and all those kind of stuff yeah so we started with audacity and we're still using audacity and it, i think that that is one of the best softwares are you tempted at all to move into other software, other other editing software at some point, or do you want to stay with Audacity? So we have, I think, one or two episodes recorded in Audition. I just wanted to try it out. But the thing is that I honestly, Audition is amazing. There are a lot of things that you can do. It's really cool. But the thing is that I don't see a need for that additional investment because whatever I need to get done, I think Audacity can handle it. So we never thought of making that switch, although we did try it. Do you use a lot of shortcut keys when you're editing? Uh, no, I'm more of a mouse guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do use um, the the general cut copy, those kind of stuff. I try to memorize them. But the thing is that I end up using the mouse or trackpad more than, uh, you know, I want. But then I, I so I thought, you know what, it's working fine. So that's it. I never put any effort into learning all the shortcut keys and stuff. So I know like three or four and I use them again and again and again and again. But there's a whole list of them I don't use ever. There is. A, I think that you can download a cheat sheet from Internet, which is a PDF file, which has all these things to just curious. So you do you find there's a change in, um, let's say, do you find it productive? Like you are reducing the production time and stuff like that using these shortcuts? If yes, I'm going to do it as well. I do, but I also had wrist issues that are that are getting better. So for me, it was partially because I didn't want to exacerbate my wrist. But then I also found that it got faster. Like I have a, let's see, like I'll highlight, press delete. No, wait, I'll highlight. See, I can't even do it. I can't even say it. I, I'm so used to just doing it. It's like one, two, three, right. and I've deleted a part of it. One, two, three, I've deleted. So it kind of turns into almost like a drum drumming experience as I'm doing it. I think it's more in your muscle memory, right? Probably if I ask you a few mm -hmm. shortcuts, you might not be able to say. But if I give you audio file, oh, no, you I can would. just do it. Is it? I would. Do you use a PC or Windows? Or, sorry, Mac. PC or, or Apple? Mac. A Mac. Okay. Yeah, Mac. So for me, it's Control-C. But for you, I think it's Alt-C or Function-C? No, it's Command. 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 Okay. Yeah. So Command-C, Command is to cut. Command-V is to paste. Exactly. Command-L is my favorite for multiple tracks because you can silence one of the tracks. Ah, that is a useful one because I use Control V, Control C, commands, whatever command C, command V, and stuff like that. But I was not aware of this uh, silencing stuff. I was a Windows guy until recently. I, uh, you know, moved over to Mac maybe around two years, two and a half years ago. Uh, so, so at work I use uh, a Windows PC. So my brain is like, okay, do I use this or that? So it gets confused at times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had jobs where I had to use a Mac and I was a wreck the first week of, week of work because I knew how to do it on a PC. <laughs> right. So, But I look like an idiot to my coworkers. They're like, no, just do this. And they're like waiting for me. And I'm like, I can't. Hold on. <laughs> I have to switch over in my brain. The bigger misleading thing is that Mac also has a control key. It doesn't do much. That's a problem. So you think that if it works in Windows, it works here as well. But it has a separate control key. But Everything that control does in a Windows environment is taken care of by command and control is just sitting there. 
um, doing some other stuff. That's a confusion part. That is confusing. They should just come back, come over to the window side and make everybody happy. <laughs> but yeah, no, control L is beautiful. I learned about that out of a painful experience where one of the two people on the tracks had just the weirdest sounds between talking and I had to just silence every, every bit of them. So I, I learned that one the hard way. What do you know about your audience at this point? So we know that we have audience from um, six continents in the world, except from Antarctica. I don't know if someone listens to a podcast in Antarctica as well, because it does never shows up in our uh, analytics. But <laughs> because I know that it's it's just scientists and they're always busy and stuff like that. But yeah, although we have listeners all around, I think our kind of listeners might be these uh, people who are really curious about or who who seek general knowledge uh, those are the kind of people and we have got unexpected responses from places far away like you know some guy pinged us over uh, linkedin uh, i'm saying some guy but thankful uh, thank you whoever it was i don't remember his name now so he pinged us on linkedin and said that you know we really enjoyed uh, your podcast and i think he was from us uh, he said you know you put this friends so we we watch a lot of friends we watch friends is our kind of you know it always keeps playing in our television here so we put friends ref- references here and there in our podcast episode so he was very fascinated with that he's, he's like man this is awesome that you know two guys sitting in india are talking about friends and american culture and stuff like that so we do get those kind of responses uh, you know someone pings us from australia and around the world so that is kind of uh, it, then we are we sit and we are like so people do listen to us from all these different countries that's awesome so yeah that's our our, our audience uh, i don't think we can put them in a box because we uh, most of them uh, see uh, because our episodes are different right it always touches upon different uh, topics we find people who like that particular topic as well. So not everybody listens to everything. Some people come and say, oh, you know what, this episode was a little boring because it's not something that I'm interested in. And for the same episode, we get uh, feedback saying, hey, this was amazing because we, I was always curious about this kind of stuff and that kind of stuff. And uh, mostly it plays in our favor because since we cover a lot of things, we get a wide variety of audience, right? Uh, so that's that's kind of fun. So um, that's what it is. We have people listening over from all over the world who are interested in different topics. So there's a big variation from one person to the other. I do have to admit that I'm sitting here thinking of the episodes that I've listened to of yours. And I do lean more towards, I think, the food ones. Because I remember <laughs> right. the beer one, the ice cream one, and the pizza one. Those, right. The ice cream one especially. I really like that one. I, I think <laughs> like, we did one on coffee as well. Yes, of course you did. Yes, yes, yes. So, (laughs) and the coffee one. But for some reason, the ice cream one is sticking out to me. And I don't remember the serial killer one. But I think it's interesting that you said that as one of the first examples. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, serial killer ones are the ones uh, where we get most of, uh, you know, I think people like spooky stuff. Maybe that's why this true crime and all those kind of genre, they are very popular in podcasts, right? So when we do such episodes, people really like it. Do I enjoy them? Probably not as much as my brother but he really enjoys it so we kind of you know mix and match a little bit so you guys do all of the pre and post production stuff you don't outsource anything on the podcast right no nothing at all Uh, so we do the production of audio we maintain the website ourselves everything is in-house if 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 there was a ton of funding that came into the podcast tomorrow would you want to outsource anything let's say there is a big funding coming right so we always have so this is our dream in fact so we wanted to do a more of a documentary style um, episode right where there's a lot of voiceover we go to different places and talk to people and you know those kind of stuff because that would take a lot of time to research such an episode and put it in put it as a series and stuff like that in that case definitely we would like to outsource most of the audio work uh, but i think that there needs to be intervention you know we need to be there uh, as a part of the post-production because um, since you are the creators right you are the best who knows what should come where and all that kind of stuff Uh, but I would prefer to have uh, someone who can help us with the editing part once uh, we have our first draft and stuff like that yeah if funding comes in yeah definitely we would probably invest in a little more gear and stuff like that 
When I was in China, I had an editor for maybe three or four episodes, and it was very bizarre to have somebody else do it because I didn't realize how much of the shaping of the narrative that I did accidentally during the editing. So when he gave it back to me, I ended up doing my own editing anyway, so I ended up stopping doing that. So yeah, I, I agree with you. There needs to be communication during the editing process. The thing is that if you're not overseeing, right, it doesn't, it's no longer your content is what I feel. Although you might have all the recording and stuff, putting it together as a story, as a narrative is always up to you. So I enjoy that creative process. See, I don't believe that uh, research and just talking about something uh, is where it ends. You know, editing is also a part of it because you are removing all the stuff that is not required. You are, um, you know, putting the right audio clips in the right places. I believe as a podcaster, you should be responsible for that as well. If you're outsourcing that, I think that becomes uh, half and half, right? He does half of the things and you are doing half of the things. It's half of his podcast. So I believe that the, it is a part of the creative process. So I think you should own that and do it yourself. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if somebody did the editing while we were in the same room together. They'd be like, stop, take out that bit. That would be nice. Yeah, I don't want to go through the entire audio cutting, pasting and all that stuff. But I'll just tell you, uh, tell them that, you know what, uh, that is where you have to remove that particular clip or this ah uh, and um and or take that earlier clip and join it here and all those kind of things. But I need to be in the room to do that. You do hear about some of the, the big networks uh, in the US and how many like up to 100 people on a team. And I can't fathom how they would divide the task for one podcast 100 ways. Can you? I have also thought about this because I listen to this, you know, daily and um, today explained and even hidden brain and all those kind of stuff, right? So these are more of complicated podcasts because the moment you listen to them, you know that it's not just one guy doing it, right? And at the end of the episode, they call out the names of their team members. And I'm like, how do they even coordinate this thing, right? How, how, how are you? Why do we first thing is that where are these people fitting into this whole production, right? Uh, you are taking so many names. One might be an editor. One might be doing some research. <clears throat> so I cannot imagine that. So even if I get a lot of funding tomorrow, I don't know how I'm going to manage it. Probably I'll need to call them and ask them. You'll figure it out. <laughs> yep, hopefully. If, if there was enough funding, I would sit down and I would have a serious conversation with myself about it, but I would work it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do have a question from the chat room going back to your content. Alaskar is asking, how do you find the topics for your podcast? <laughs> All right. So we don't brainstorm and sit and think about what we should be doing next. So as life happens, right, when you're living your daily life, let's say one morning I wake up and I'm like, okay, it's time to brush my teeth. Then suddenly it strikes that, okay, what is the history of toothbrush? I've never thought about it. So that becomes a topic. So we have an Excel sheet. Uh, or we use Google Keep or whatever it is handy. Uh, see, we don't have a strict process, to be very honest. Uh, like most of the podcasters, they have this uh, schedule and they have this brainstorming sessions and stuff like that. We don't have that. So as we leave our days, um, let's say morning you get into a car, then you're thinking, okay, what was the history of car? Right, then you go into that topic, do some research. Maybe one of us likes a sport. So I'm a big fan of Formula One racing. So I want to do an episode on that. So it, it's just as life moves on, you'll end up finding topics. So we don't sit and think too much about it. It just comes to us. It might sound a little cliched, but that's how we do it. No, that sounds great. I think because it sounds like it's curiosity driven and it's part of your daily life. So it, I think that fuels the the naturalness of the yeah, episodes yeah. themselves exactly so so we don't if you look at it right we don't do this extremely popular kind of stuff uh, although here and there you might find the, such things as all but we like to explore uh, little curiosities of life right um, so you go to a pizza area with your friends you eat a pizza have you ever thought about how pizza came into this world or you are going for a party tonight, you're drinking beer. How do, do you know what is the origin of beer and what are the different kind of beers? So these these are the things. So as in, uh, you know, as we live our lives, we come across these uh, simple questions and we try to answer them. Do you mind if we bring in a caller? There's somebody actually calling in. Absolutely. Absolutely. No worries. Awesome. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? Hi. What's Hi. your name? Uh, well, my name is Alexander, and uh, apparently I was listening to your conversation. Vishnu, I'm also an Indian podcaster, apparently. <laughs> hey, Alexander, how are you, man? What is your show called? Hello. Uh, well, my, my, show, my show is Odds and Ends, uh, which is for okay. those itsy-bitsy things that you don't usually give a second thought about. 
Ah, nice. Um, so how long? I mean, I'm sorry that I'm asking the question. I'm just curious. Yeah. How long? Have no, you go for it. No, no. Actually, uh, oh wait, wait. The, the, here's here's another another guy, Ali Asghar. And uh, hey, uh, Ali, can you can you just immediately join us? <laughs> This is too much fun. <laughs> oh my goodness! Here he comes. Oh wow. Okay, let's see how many people this can hold. Dun, da, da, da. Ali, are you in? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Ali and I both are uh, r- right now running a channel uh, that uh, mm-hmm. uh, odds and ends, and uh, w- like uh, how long you were asking? So it's been just two weeks, maybe, and uh, we have already missed uh, two of our scheduled scheduled episodes. But apparently, exams are there. Don't worry about there, uh, that. Don't worry about that because we we miss all the time. See, if you look at our episodes, I think the last one we published was was in November. uh we were planning to come back in january but i think we are already delayed by two months but that that's fine we are going to come back soon so that that's okay you can you can be delayed it's okay it's a lot oh thanks a lot that like that gives a lot of hope ali we are safe yeah, it seems so <laughs> Exactly. Look, podcasts are very personality driven and if the listeners like you, they'll wait for your next episode. Yeah. So don't worry Absolutely. about that at all. So I used to believe that you know you have to publish every week yep. and all that kind of stuff, but most yep. of the times we used to get burned out and I was like, you know what, I'm not enjoying this. So we decided, you know what, let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. If you are not enjoying your show then you can't expect anyone else to do it. Maybe some there might be some you know awesome podcasters who do it three times a week, but we are not like that. So we take our own time. Now we are working on a you know in-depth series and such kind of stuff, so it will take even more time. So we are not sure about um you know how many times in a month we'll be available but as 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 you said right if people really like you they're going to come back so that's not a problem at all <clears throat> uh, okay uh, our podcast names it's odds and ends odds and ends ah gotcha okay i'm going to look that up later fantastic gentlemen do you have any more questions for This, this this is so interesting when ali and i decided that we like finally we need to start the podcasting mm-hmm. it was such it was such a nice experience uh, because uh, we both know that nobody see nobody wishes to see our faces so youtube was already out of question man it was no way we also tried then we on youtube but like, then uh, we realized that it's a lot of work so we just left it yeah and uh, and then uh, like we both know that we we are not good at writing multiple pages of content so article mm-hmm. writing was also out of question mm-hmm. <laughs> so what else are we left with podcasts let's go yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah i did youtube and podcasting for a couple of years and the editing on podcasting was so much easier and more rewarding video editing is a nightmare exactly. for me yeah so i was like yeah, yeah. it podcasting wins yeah For sure, for sure. And basically, I'm I'm a passionate video editor. Okay, I also run another uh, this uh, YouTube channel called Story Walk. Well, it is totally on Hindi, so Stephanie, you might not be able to understand it very well. Ah. Uh, but well, uh, I I also do a lot of video editing and all. But mm-hmm. still, like uh, running another YouTube channel is still a very difficult thing for us. So oh, yeah. I just decided oh, yeah. we must we must go for podcasting. And I, and I always love post podcasters like the mm-hmm. personality that they bring in bring or bring to the table and everything. It was so nice. Well, okay. While you said that, because I find the podcasting community globally to be amazing. So while I have you all on the line, can you tell me like what kind of of networks and podcasting community you have in real life in India or even online with Indian podcasters? Okay, if you ask me personally, then mm-hmm. uh, I haven't met anyone around me who listens to podcast. Okay. Like I, I was the person who suggested who suggested Ali that bro, you must listen to these kinds of stuff. This is very interesting, very amazing. And mm-hmm. then he started mm-hmm. listening it. But the, apparently, the place where I live in, it is very difficult to find podcasters. But the you? moment we started to upload podcast, mm-hmm. moment yeah, where, we started, where are the people you? around us. Hello. Where are Which you? Which city are, are you from? from? Yeah. Achha, well, uh, I am from. Uh, I I live in Bhuj, that is in Kutch, which is in Gujarat. <laughs> well, okay, uh, okay, okay, uh, okay. So next, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, so we have. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, well, Stephanie, basically, if just just for the context, this is a very a, a very far away place compared mm-hmm. to Indian. Like this, this is not nowhere near any main cities or something. Okay. So people are here. So people who live here, they are not that modern per se. 
mm-hmm. you won't find a lot of people who are too much into the trendy things and this and that sure. but the moment we started to put on podcasts then i realized that a lot of people are slowly and gradually leaning towards it mm-hmm. we basically are the people who introduce podcasts to this community <laughs> Right, 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 right. Well, it sounds like I, I, I would like to invite the two of you on the podcast in a few months once you've had a little more time with the podcast and we can talk about what you found, your experiences, your struggles, all that kind of thing. What do you think? We would love to like, Yay! oh my. Fantastic. It's, it's, it would be a great honor for us. But right now, even if you offered us right now, I want yeah. myself eligible yeah. enough to be uh, do that because I just don't know what it feels oh, like. No, exactly. We have approximately three episodes. That's what I said in a few months. Absolutely. So hop on. Yeah. I'll put my website down here. Hop on there. Contact me however you want. And uh, and we'll get you scheduled for later in the year. But let me get back to Vishnu because there's a few more things I wanna I wanna ask him before we finish out this course, episode. Thank you so I, much uh, for yeah, hopping like... in. It's been so much fun to talk to you. Hey, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, keep in touch. Yeah. so uh, before you leave, we do have these meetups which we conduct in uh, ah, Bangalore. Yeah. We both are in Bangalore, and we have an amazing mm-hmm. podcasting community here. Uh, we had a meetup last, I think, October, where we had people all over India coming in there. So keep in touch. Uh, we host those, those events. Uh, so if you are in touch, you can fly down and you know attend one of those. So, so you are from Bangalore? Yeah, we are from Bangalore. Well, uh, apparently, you like j- just for you, uh, Bangalore is my dream city. Like I, I had been there uh, a couple of times, and I had stayed there for twenty-five days, and it's like that. I want to be here forever. <laughs> it's that nice of a city. Cool. So keep in touch. Uh, you know, whenever the event comes up, we'll let you know. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much, man. For sure. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for inviting me. It's, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Guys. That was so cool. That's the first time I've ever had a call in. Who was your podcast host? When we started, I I did some experiment. I was like, okay, are we committed enough to go and get a, um, you know, Libsyn or uh, Simplecast account? I was not sure because we never had a... We were not sure whether we'll go beyond two or three episodes. So what I did initially was that I'm, you know, fairly good in tech. So I rented out a server of my own. I put the files there. After five episodes, we realized that we want to do it for a longer period of time. So first thing we went, we went with Libsyn. It had a plan for $5 or something, the base plan, which allowed you to upload up to 50 MB of MP3 per month. So what we used to do was to save money, we used to compress our MP3 files, make it 10 MB per episode. And so that means you'll use up up to 40 MB per month because we were publishing weekly, right? Soon we found out that that's not going to work anymore because our episodes became longer and we wanted good quality audio and stuff like that. So we moved to Simplecast. We were with them for a fairly long time, about two years. But the problem is I was maintaining websites separately and then maintaining this hosting separately and all that. So recently we moved into Squarespace. Although I'm sure that not many podcasters really use Squarespace as a host, but they have a plan. If you buy their website, right, they have unlimited podcast plan where you can upload unlimited MP3 and bandwidth is also unlimited. So that is where we are right now. I know some podcasters that do have their stuff on Squarespace, but I didn't realize that there's a an unlimited. So most of them, even though they yeah, even though they are on Squarespace, they usually host the MP3 file somewhere else. But we we found that that's probably unnecessary because they are providing their own hosting. Um, you know, twenty seven bar seven, uh, twenty four bar seven support. Very good website. You can customize it very well. You can have a blog and podcast on the same site and all that. And uploading is very simple. It has an admin panel. You just need to type your stuff, upload your audio, give the description, and it's done. And it it publishes it, uh, you know, to all the channels as well. So that kind of reduces a lot of friction. So that's why we moved to Squarespace recently. But I don't think there is any company yet in India which has started a podcast hosting yet. That is slightly surprising considering how boisterous the Indian podcasting community Absolutely. Is. There are a lot of uh, networks, podcast networks, but I think most of them leverage something like Audio Boom or, uh, you know, Podbean or Libsyn or something like that. I don't, I don't think anyone does the hosting themselves. That brings to my mind, I think Hubhopper is a company that provides hosting. I've never tried their hosting. 
I, I've never tried it, so I cannot vouch for it. Let's list off the communities that you're in again, because I think people in India or outside of India would like to know what kind of podcasting communities there are. So where, what are you involved? So, you know, as I said, right in the past couple, two, three years, there's been a surge of podcast listeners as well as podcasters as well. So India has a lot of podcasts which are coming out from India, especially in the city where I'm from in Bangalore. We have formed a small community here. We call ourselves O2Pod Collective. Uh, so uh, ourselves and then uh, Passion People podcast and Musafir Stories. These are the podcasters who have started as we did in 2017 and they have been in the forefront of uh, podcasting scene in India. So we have created this community. We have been, you know, having meetups every quarter in Bangalore. We organize these meetups and we have podcasters and listeners and fans and everyone coming in and we'll have a nice evening. Uh, we'll give some talks and answer their questions and some th- stuff like that. So that has been growing. We started with around, I think, 12 or 15 people. Now, last time we had around uh, 50 to 60 people attending this event from all over India. This is just in one city. Similarly, we have in other metro cities as well, like Mumbai and Chennai and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's growing pretty fast. Um, even online, we have had online meetups and stuff like that. Yeah. And in addition to that, we, uh, you know, Shankar and I, we have also given, um, you know, seminars in colleges here because we believe that students are, um, a, you know, a bunch who can um, gain a lot from podcasting, right? Because they, before they start their career, um, you know, if, if they get into podcasting, they can build a good portfolio for themselves uh, on the topics that they're interested so yesterday, I think day before yesterday, Shankar gave a talk in his college on podcasting, gave a little bit demo and they recorded an episode with the students and stuff like that. So that's also happening on the side. So intention is to teach the next generation all about podcasting, which we never knew. We found out on our own, right? So we guide them and uh, help them start their shows. When you guys do these outreach moments, what is one piece of advice that you always think, I have to tell them this? If I tell them nothing else, I have to tell them this one thing about the beginning of their podcasting journey. Right. So what I always keep saying is that don't overcomplicate things. Don't overthink yourself. If all you have is your phone and a recording app, start it with that. Don't overthink your gear. Don't overthink your content. Right. If you have a voice and if you have, if you have a message, you will find at least some people who would listen to you right it might be 10 or it might be 100 people but you will find your tribe don't overthink on anything else so what happens most of the times you always think oh i need a proper studio setup i need soundproofing in my room i need this mic i need that which i had gone through initially right so i took a long time to decide what mic to purchase and stuff like that instead i could have put about 10 15 episodes by then and be a become an expert but i would say not required at all modern gadgets phones have very good recording quality there are a lot of amazing stuff softwares like things like anchor right you can host your files for free you can use your phone itself to do the editing and mixing and stuff like that so don't overthink find out simple solutions for your problems and just go ahead and just get started that is sound sound advice so i'm interviewing people from all over the globe on podcasting in their specific space area city whatever that location is what would you like to know about podcasting in other places what should i ask them i would like for the podcasters to talk a little bit about their culture as well right what i'm seeing a lot happening these days is we are just imitating these top podcasters like let's say joe rogan or someone everybody starts a podcasting on you know motivation and inspiration and stuff like that we have a lot of people doing doing that job really well why don't you go back sit so this is one of the things that we have learned as well so we have done a lot of topics which are not which are particularly not specific to our country and our culture but in between when we realized this we were like you know what we keep talking about these things everybody knows it but what do what are we talking about our culture and our com- country and what is the history and all that kind of stuff right so india is a land of a lot of languages right i myself can speak about five languages we started an episode about the history of languages how did this language how old is this language and what is a cross-cultural influence like one of the languages which is from uh, you know the the language of the state where i'm staying right now called Kannada. it has an influence on the greek uh you know greek um history and all those kind of literature and all those kind of things which not many people know about so we started looking into those kind of topics and the reason that we are on a here uh, you know we are on a break right now is because we are doing a lot of research into 
Indian history and some of the stories that no one knows about India, right? So those need to be told. If you are interviewing these podcasters, I would like to know more about what do they have to talk about their culture, right? That would uh, let me know more about them, who they are as a person and, you know, what their culture is and what are these interesting things. I, I love, uh, you know, different aspects of culture, be it food or be it places, be it different, uh, you know, ceremonies and stuff like that. So that's what I would love to see and not go and imitate, you know, all these popular podcasts all around. So I see, I'm not saying you should not do it, but I think there is an untapped market where people are really not uh, getting back to their roots and talking more about that. Your podcast would be a right place because you speak to people from different cultures, right? Now you're talking to a person from India. Tomorrow you might talk to someone else. When I'm listening to those conversations, it gives me an idea of how their life is. You know, um, let's say if you're sitting in Germany, how, how, what does, what do these, uh, uh, these life events mean for someone who is German? For India, in India, I do things this way. How is it different? What is the cultural difference? So tomorrow, if I'm visiting the country, I know a little bit about them. I know what are the things to do and what are the things not to do. Those kind of things need not be specific, but I would love if, you know, it touches those aspects uh, of cultural differences and all that. You see, you can be local, but you can go global because English is a language which, which is connecting everyone, right? So even if you want a podcast in English, you don't necessarily need to talk about Western culture and stuff like that. You can talk about everything that is relevant to your culture. But if you want everybody to access it, speak in English. Because I, I, I feel that everybody knows English. Everybody understands English. And if you want a worldwide audience, that is the best way to go. There are a few podcasters that are doing, and I my hat goes off to them, they're doing their their podcast bilingually. They'll do it in the language that the culture's in, and then they'll do it in English. And I am so in awe of that. It's unbelievable. And I hope someday I can do something like that. But I just think it's amazing because then you're, you're, you're talking to the people in that culture, right? And then you're talking to everybody else, help, helping them understand that culture. And I think that is the most beautiful thing. Yeah, I am a big believer that, you know, you need to, um, you know, preserve languages and stuff like that because they are very, they're such beautiful things, right? But that people used to communicate I don't want one language to take over the entire world. I want them to preserve that. So if someone is doing this, it's amazing. I cannot even imagine if, uh, you know, doing a bilingual show and stuff like that. We at times, uh, you know, use our native language in our podcast, but you know, that is meant for a smaller audience and all that, but we understand the difficulty behind it. If someone is doing that, hats off to them. But I, I do believe that you need to preserve that as well. If you feel like doing a podcast in your native language, by all means do it, Right. Th that would make someone else appreciate your uh, their own language as well because we are seeing a lot of podcasters in India doing the same thing starting in their regional languages there is a very good audience for that as well because people like to listen stuff in their own language it's easy to process you don't have to convert from English to their own language and stuff like that right so yeah I think yeah you should try that as well I don't know if we might do it but yeah as you said if you get a lot of funding probably yes in India, there is no lack of languages. So yeah, it, it's, it comes easy for us. Well, okay, here's what I've interpreted. And let me know if this is wrong. But I've turned your question into this. And I can change it still. But I put what podcasts in your culture are available in English, but telling the world about your local culture. That I think that sums up pretty well. Well, I really appreciate you taking all of this time and being so flexible with all the call-ins and all of the technical issues. This has been so much fun chatting with you about all this. Absolute fun. Um, and thank you so much for inviting me. This has been one. I think um, we have done, uh, you know, episodes in the past where we have been guests. But this was really fun. This was amazing. I think because most of it because of the energy that you bring into this, uh, your podcast and the way you... Um, you're always excited about stuff <laughs> I, I i feel that is a thing <laughs> right and that's a good place to be in as well that makes uh, it very easy for anyone to listen to what you have to say well i tell you what because all of these things that i'm creating as i'm sure for yourself too they're things that i'm interested in talking about and they're people i'm interested in talking mm -hmm. to so it's super right. easy to be excited because it's these are conversations that I was having before the podcast, but I didn't record them and now I am. So it's just the energy just transfers over. That That's the thing, right? If the other person has a lot of energy, then you rub it off, that rubs on to you and then you the conversation becomes interesting. Exactly, exactly. And that's a good thing. Yeah. 
thank you so much to Vishnu for coming on the show and for his patience in getting it out into the world. Also, thank you to Damon Castillo for the music that you've been hearing throughout the episode. The song in this episode is Sometime Guy. You've only heard snippets of it so far, but you're going to hear the full thing right when we're done. This song is off the Mess of Me album. You can find all of Damon's music at damoncastillo.com. This episode is brought to you by stefffuccio.com, where I offer custom services, including but not limited to podcast editing and podcast workshops. All information about this episode can be found at stefffuccio.com forward slash podcasting forward slash 14. And now it's time for some music. Damon? I've been wasting all of my time Standing at the back of your line Trying not to lose my mind yeah. When all I'll ever be is your sometime guy well, I've been waiting for my moment I've been howling at the moon I've been living with this torment Cause there's nothing else my heart can do Well, I've been wasting all of my time Standing at the back of your line Trying not to Make me dance 